Welcome, dear friends, to the Taviret, a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by three gentlemen for whom the very wheel itself bends around. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Bill, Rob, and Rich. Hello, right. welcome to, to Postscript. <laughs> welcome to the Postscript of the Wheel of Time. I have no idea what Bill will say, but let's go anyway. No, I think this will be a very short thing. Um, no, go ahead. We got it. It's not. It's not going to be much. So, um, so in the last in the chapter, Shelter from the Storm, uh, Perrin has a dream where Bialzman comes into him. Now, Perrin is become is becoming a bit more wary of his dreams. Like I said in the chapter, yes. uh, do we think he is now beginning to exert some control over the dream? Hmm. Or and uh, how uh, to? Um, I really want to try and pronounce it. <laughs> tell around Riyadh. Tell tell Riyadh. Yes, the dream. Tell I don't have it in front of me. It's like tell around Riyadh. Because we but, find out we find out in the next chapter that um, one of the uh, the wolf that was uh, guarding Perrin died. So we know if you die in the dream, you die in real life. So why didn't Perrin eye explode <laughs> <laughs> in real life? You just can't let that go. I can't. I can't. But I mean, he's clearly exerting some control in the dream. I think the fact that he manages to uh, move and pick up the wolf's ashes and get the ashes covered in his hands shows that he is now beginning to gain that sort of very similar to Rand's last encounter in the dream world, where he stands up to Balzaman. He notices that he surprised Balzaman, and at the realization that he announces that this is a dream. It angers Bialzaman and puffs him out of it. So it's like the beginnings of awareness of this secondary reality. Indeed. So, and as we know from later in the books, not everyone can enter uh, Teleandriod. You know what? I'm, I'm going to, I think T A R, I have to look it up either. So I think, you know, in Twitter, in, in uh, abbreviating worlds, it's been abbreviated to, to its initials, which it would be then. Yeah, uh, but you know, I think yeah. I think in that sort of place, it's very. Um, yeah, I think I think he is beginning to exert dream, uh, exert some power over his dream. The fact that he's able to observe his own dream and realize the things that are out of place. Well, like you Although said, he, he still he notices that Mistress Luhan and the wolf were there. Well, she would never have a wolf here. She would never let me work on my tools in the house yeah she this wouldn't she wouldn't allow me to different. do this stuff on the floor because he even no. mentions where's the ashes on the floor like she wouldn't let this happen she'd come sweep this up yeah. but she's just standing there doing her pops while bialsman talks to him uh, but yeah it's very strange that his eye doesn't pop so obviously bialsman doesn't want to hurt the boys that's come up as well so, well yeah he wants to turn him to the evil yeah, so, he wants to turn him to the evil. He always says, alive or dead, but, you know, better alive. <laughs> so, and as we know, he is looking for Lewis Ferrin. So, and he still obviously doesn't know that it's Rand yet. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't realise that until book, the beginning of book two, end of book one. Yeah, we, I we think don't that's even where know he's just how... like, oh, yeah, actually, the end of book, given what happens at the end of book one with, you know, Rand actually having a, <laughs> having, a bar, which, having a Barney with Beelzebub, <laughs> I think he realises, oh, this is a dragon people. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that, that was it, basically. I just wanted to sort of briefly mention about the fact that I think this might be our first view of someone having a bit of control in the dream world. 
You know what? Yeah, I you agree could, with you. You could be right about Rand, but I feel like Rand was more of an fault. awareness, not not any kind of manipulating or it was. He, yeah. He 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 got. Up, I remember with with Rand, he he said he got up and he turned the corner and they kind of bumped into like whoa, 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 whoa! Didn't know you were right there, but he noticed that Bialzaman had the same reaction. Whoa! I didn't know you were right there. Oh, I'm gonna control you, Rand. You know, but he had that moment where he spooked it. Yeah. Where, and then Rand commented that was odd. So yeah, so maybe okay, maybe Rand has that first distinction. <laughs> but this well, was the it, first, this was the first but, time I know. Yeah, I think Perrin's was more distinct. I mean, Rand was more like that's odd, but Perrin was more like, hey, this isn't right. I don't, you know. The but dream, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure we'll have a lot more discussions dream. on the uh, on the dream world <laughs> in the future. Yes, uh, but yeah, I mean that was just like a small little bit which I thought uh, could be a spoiler. Uh, anything else do you think from these two chapters? No, it was, you know, I, like I said, a lot of character, but I mean, it's, it's character building, you know, some slow dancing, some, some angsty naiveness, uh, you know, and all, it seems like everybody is en route to Camelon. Indeed. Hopefully they'll all meet up there. <laughs> Although we, we know obviously that doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. That's it then. That was a very nice short postscript. <laughs> Spoiler warning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> After the fact, spoilers. Oh, spoilers. I'll do a little intro saying, Welcome to Postscript. You are about to enter spoiler zone. Red. <laughs> cool. All right, then. Right. Well, it's time to go back to that fire, mate. Oh, that belly dance was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I'm, I'm glad I could. I'll, I'll put my clothes back on, though. I think it, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, well, I, you know, I can't move for a minute. I just need to wait for this pillow to cool down. <laughs> think about baseball. Think about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's, the, what's the Austin Powers one? <laughs> the Queen naked on a cold day. Market Thatcher nude. Market Thatcher nude. Market Thatcher nude on a cold day. That'll do it too, though, though yes. <laughs> right. Laters, guys. Bye. Now that our heroic trio have left the familiar confines of the two rivers, they find themselves being chased by all sorts of denizens of the Dark One. Our party has been scattered, and the boys separated from Marraine and Lan. Let us hope that luck, or some other force, can keep them safe. Uh, Bill? Bill? Billiam! Put that dagger down! You have no idea where in creation that's been! No, no, Rich. I don't have an extra cloak with me. Maybe if you didn't ride your horse straight into the Aranel, you wouldn't have this problem, hmm? For crying out loud, Robert, I know that girl from Berlon said weird things to you, but you shouldn't let it get under your skin so much. What are you, Eleven? You all remind me of a younger version of myself. Why, back in Watch Hill, I... This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.